verse number 11, <coughs> that knowing the time, that is now, it's high time to wake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Boy, how true this next verse is. The night is far spent. The days is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let me make a quick note. If you had a, a prior request or something, just give it to the ushers or just give it to me or lay it on the podium and I'll be sure to get that from you, all right? We looked this morning and said, are we running out of time? We looked at the ideal of time. The Bible says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. We looked back and said, every day gives us 24 hours, 1,440 minutes, 86,400 seconds. And every one of them is a precious gift from God. Now I say amen. If we're running out of time, there must be an awareness. There must be an awakening. There must be an abandoning, an adorning, an availability. But if there's one thing that's so real tonight, all of our, it should be to all of our hearts, is we're running out of time they ought to be an urgency of the hour that we're living. There needs to be an urgency. We get urgent about a lot of things. We're busy, busy, busy about a lot of things. But there ought to be in the heart of every born-again believer an urgency if we are, in fact, running out of time. And I truly believe that we are. But you have to answer that question for yourself. Well, we're running out of time. May I say, first of all, I'm just going to give you a couple things here to close this message. First of all, the urgency of the hour demands that we have a faith in a Savior. <coughs> Acts 26. For the king knoweth of these things, before whom I speak freely, for I am persuaded that none of these things are hidden from him. For this thing was not done in the corner. King Agrippa, believest thou the prophets? Then he goes on to say, I knowest thou believest. Then Agrippa said to Paul, Almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Paul said, I would to God that not only thou but also all that hear me this day were both almost and altogether such as am except these bonds. Agrippa said what so many people say. Well, I want to get saved, but just not today. I want to do right, but I'm just not going to get right today. The urgency of the hour and I believe there's going to be a multitude of people, good people, morally good people. <coughs> they didn't drink, smoke dope, run around with women, and then hang around people that did. 
but they'll wind up in hell because they never put their faith in a Savior. Luke 12 tells us about a rich man. And his feels just done wonderful. I mean, bumper crop. And he thought within himself, well, what am I going to do? He said, I know what I'll do. I'll pull down the barns, tie them down. I'll build bigger barns. And he said, I'll put all my stuff in them barns. And then he said, I'm going to say to my soul, take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. And then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? In other words, he said, Fool, I want your soul tonight. And then what you think is going to happen to that stuff? See, the reality is there ought to be an urgency. And if there's ever a time that we as Christians, born-again believers, how many of you know beyond the shadow of doubt Jesus is your Savior? There's never been an hour where we need to be putting our faith in that Savior more than today. This world's gone crazy. It's absolutely. I mean, we're done past common sense. We've just gone over the edge to crazy. No way, there's no other way. <coughs> Inflation's at an all-time high. And there's a crowd up there saying, well, what are we going to fix it? It's tax you more. Now that's real smart, isn't it? You ain't got enough money to buy groceries, so we're going to take what little bit you got so you can buy less groceries. Real smart, real smart. So the Bible says, James 4.14, Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time, and then vanisheth away. If we're running out of time, there ought to be an urgency of the hour calls for a faith in the Savior. I am so glad tonight I know who I'm putting my faith in. Thank God it's not in the Republicans. It's not the Democrats. It's not not no single one of them. It is in a holy God of glory. And I bless his good name that I put my faith in him. Urgency the hour calls for us to be our faith in the Savior. Number two, the urgency of the hour calls for fervency in service. Romans 12, 11 says, Be not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. I guess what he's saying is this. If you're ever going to do anything for God, better get busy. Better get with it. Better get busy. 
because the Bible says, work watch out day, for the night cometh when no man will be able to work. We're almost there now. There was a day that we could go and we have knocked on every door in, in Rhodes, Granite, Hudson, every door. But we are slowly, quickly approaching a time that you're not going to be allowed to do that. As a matter of fact, if they get their way about it, they'll shut you up. It's what they're trying to do. For the night cometh when none of us are going to be able to work. But I wonder, what makes you get moving? What stirs you? A cell at the ball? A fishing tournament? A golf tee time? A trip? A pleasure trip? What gets you excited? Paul said this about Epaphras in Colossians. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, salute you always laboring fervently for you in prayers. There ought to be a fervency, an urgency. I like that song. There is a field in the air. Thank God. Thank God folks are being saved. Why now? Why this hour? Could it be God is slipping through our congregation and tapping on the doors of hearts and saying, do you know I live there? Is he getting our attention? Is he waking us up? Is he clicking us up? Here's what's blowing my mind. Everyone he saved it's not been on my list. Wow. How many's got a list of people you think are saved or not? Don't look at me like that. I know you do. And I, I take what's blowing my mind. None that God has saved has been on my list. And you know why I've come to the conclusion? It's a hard conclusion. God says, you don't need a list because it ain't none of your business. It's my business. You don't need a list. What you mean making a list? You need to be checking up on your sorry heart and see where you're at with me. And, and but I've been amazed that none of the people God saved would have made my list. And I just decided to throw up, to tie my list up and say, God, you create your own list. He's doing a pretty good job of it, amen? And so, we need to understand the sense of urgency by the hour. <coughs> the urgency of the hour calls for a faith in the Savior, a fervency in service, because for a following the Scripture. Matthew four eighteen. Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee. He saw two brothers over the fishing. Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother. Cast their nets in the sea, for they were fishers. He said unto them, Follow me, 
Now I know they're not Baptist. Now I can prove it. The reason they're not Baptist because neither one of why? What's in for me? When do you want me to follow? What have I got to do it now? Where are we going? Give me the details. I'll pray about it. You realize they did none of those things. He said, follow me. And, and the best I can read scripture, they turned their, let, their nets loose, they hit the ground, and they started following. They didn't debate it. They didn't question it. They didn't argue. They had no promises. Jesus said, follow me. And they got up and started following him. Wow. There's the day, the urgency of the hour. Urgency of the hour demands that we follow the scripture. Let's quit arguing with God. Let's quit arguing with what the Bible says and just obey it. They simply turn their nets loose. After all, they're not going to need them. They're not going to catch fish. So they just left them. The urgency of the hour calls for a faith in the Savior, fervency in service, following the scripture, but notice fulfilling the sacrifice. In Psalms 116, 14, I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all these people. He said this in verse 18, I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all these people. It was purposed, I will pay my vows unto God. It was brought now, and it was public in front of all the people. I'm convinced the urgency of the hour. If you told God you're going to do something, get about doing it. We tend to make promises and vows and pledges to the Lord then we forget them. Jonah spent three days in the belly of the well, and it was interesting what he said. He said this, I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that which I, that I have vowed salvation is unlawful. He said, God, you just brought back to memory some things I promised you, and I'm going to get about doing them. May I remind you, if you told God some things, He is a listening. Don't miss, don't miss this. When you talk to God, He is listening. And when you promise God some things, you ought to be following through. The urgency of the hour is that we follow through on those things we told God we would do. Then, I want you to notice here tonight, not only... Uh, uh, a faith in the Savior, a fervency in service, following the scriptures, fulfilling the sacrifice. But oh, I love this, focusing on the sovereign. Ecclesiastes says, Folk, uh, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. While the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. God said, if there's ever a time we need to focus on him, it's now, and young people, these children, and I thank God for what He's doing in the heart of His children around our church. They need to be focused on Him. Now, 
and their hearts are tender. Now when their minds are fresh, now when their life is unscarred and uncluttered with the world, now when they have their virtue is still clean and innocent, that's the reason God tells young people to remember the Creator. Now, we need to be focused on the sovereign. I, I believe I see this happening everywhere. There seems to be more of a focus on the Lord than there ever has been in an awful long time. So the question, we come back to square one. Are we running out of time? Hmm. I said this. Either we're approaching the greatest time of revival we've ever seen. It seems like that might be happening. Or we're seeing, we'll soon see the rapture of the church. If you're saved tonight and you're right with God, you don't fear either one of those things. If you're not saved, you ought to fear that. And if you're not right with God, you ought to fear those things. But if you're right where you need to be with the Lord, you don't have a fear of either one of those things. I welcome revival, and I welcome the rapture. I could care less which one. So tonight, I, I just kind of think maybe time is running out. And so may we, may we give God our very best. Let's all stand to our feet, every head bowed, every eye closed.